much will my taxes be in retirement? That's what I want to talk about today on the Your Financial EKG YouTube channel because I think the answer will surprise you on the low end. How much will my taxes be in retirement? Well, a recent Business Insider article said that the average taxes in retirement for someone who makes between fifty and $75,000 is right around $4,500 a year. Now, the average retirement income in America right now is $55,000. So we can assume that you're going to pay somewhere between $4,500 and maybe a little bit more in taxes depending on how much retirement income you need. But is that True. I think we have to go to the sources. And what I mean by sources is we have to go to the source of your retirement income. And when we go to the source of your retirement income, that will determine how much in taxes you're going to pay in retirement. I'm going to show you an example towards the middle of this video on what it would actually look like in taxes, dollar for dollar, for a couple in retirement. So let's look at first the sources of your retirement income. So here we go. We've got the sources of your retirement income here in black for the most part. And we've got in red how those sources are taxed. So we've got your IRA, 401k, capital gains, dividends, interest, social security, Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks, and municipal bonds. Now, I know that a lot of you get rental property. I know that maybe you have K-1s or things like that, but we want to limit this to the most common sources of retirement income. So for an IRA, if you take money out of your IRA, remember your IRA is pre-tax. So if you pull money out of your IRA, you're going to pay ordinary income on that. All right. If you take money out of your 401k and it's not a Roth 401k, if you take money out of your 401k, that's going to be considered ordinary income. Now, keep in mind, if you have an IRA or a 401k and you take money out of that before age 59 and a half and you're not following the rule of 55 or a 72T, if you take money out of your IRA or 401k before the age 59 and a half, you will pay a 10% penalty along with ordinary income taxes. So be aware of that when you're taking out retirement income. Now, capital gains, you have two sources of capital gains taxes. You have short-term capital gains and you have long-term capital gains. A short-term capital gain is simply that you own a stock for less than 12 months. You make a profit on that stock, on that cryptocurrency, on that mutual fund, on that ETF, and you sell it. So you buy a stock for $10, you sell it six months later for $20, you made a $10 profit. That's a short-term capital gain and you're gonna own old ordinary income taxes on that money. Now, a long-term capital gain means that you hold a stock, a mutual fund, an ETF, cryptocurrency longer than 12 months. And when you sell it after that 12 months, the taxes that you owe are recognized at three different levels based on your income. We've got a 0% level, a 15% level, and a 20% level. The higher the income, the larger the tax will be on your capital gain. That's why it's so important when you're thinking about capital gains, whether short-term or long-term, can you own this stock? Can you hold this mutual fund or ETF for a few months longer, a few days longer, and move that capital gain from short-term to long-term? All right, so let's look. Dividends. Dividends, like capital gains, have three 
taxable tiers, zero, 15%, and 20% based on your income. Okay, remember, we're looking at the sources of your retirement income and based on the sources, how they're taxed. Dividends have three separate tax structures, all right? Interest is considered ordinary income, so interest out of your bank, ordinary income. Social Security, now we're gonna dive into Social Security when we look at the strategy for a 68-year-old couple doing tax planning. We've got three structures for Social Security, and you're not taxed at zero, 50, or 85%. What Social Security does is they take your Social Security and they use a percentage of that Social Security in the computation of your taxes. Now, I did a video called How Your Social Security Benefits Are Taxed. I'll link that in the video, but we're gonna look at how this affects all of this and how this is how you're taxed in retirement. Now, your Roth IRA and municipal bonds are tax-free. Roth 401k would also fall under there, which is why it's so important to try to push as much money into Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, as you possibly can early in your working career. And then once you get retired doing Roth conversions, which we've done a lot of videos on, go check those out, all right? So let's get into an actual scenario for a 68-year-old couple asking the question, Drew, how much am I gonna pay in taxes in retirement? Hang on right there. All right, let's do a breakdown. How much will my taxes be in retirement? And let's look at a real world example. This might be something that you are going through or will be going through in the future and you wanna have a plan for your taxes in retirement. So let's look at this. We've got a 68 year old couple, so they're both 68 years old, which means they're both on Medicare and they're both on social security, all right? They're married filing jointly, which means they're getting the larger of the standard deductions. Now, if you're single, you get about half of the married filing jointly standard deduction. If you're head of household, something like that, it's a little different, but we're gonna look at married filing jointly here. So John and Cindy, John has social security of $2,000 per month and Cindy has Social Security of $2,500 a month. And remember, Social Security is taxed differently than your other income. And we're gonna go to that here in just a second. They have an IRA distribution of $3,000 a month. It doesn't matter which IRA it comes from, whether it's John's IRA or Cindy's IRA. From a retirement income purpose and for a tax purpose, it all goes on the tax return as an IRA distribution. And they also have a Roth IRA distribution of $500 a month. So what you do is we take the $2,000 here for John's Social Security. We take $2,500 here, $3,000 here, and we ex-nay this $500. So that means their total taxable income on a monthly basis is $7,500 a month. You multiply that by 12 and that would be $90,000 a year, which would put them in today's tax brackets at the 22% bracket. And you might be thinking, wow, they're gonna owe about 18,000, almost $20,000 in taxes in retirement. Not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso says on college football game day. We've got to look at this and ask ourselves, first of all, Social Security is not taxed dollar for dollar. The most Social Security could be taxed is 85 cents on the dollar used as the computation for your taxes. So before we start going through tax planning, we got to first figure out 
what's the tax going to be on my social security and all those other sources of income are included in how we get your social security tax and how you do that's through provisional income provisional income is how your social security benefits will be taxed and basically your provisional income is your adjusted gross income so all of your income sources plus half of your social security benefits plus any non-taxable interest like those municipal bonds you will pay taxes on those municipal bonds they're tax-free on the ordinary income level but they are used in the computation of your social security tax so you need to be careful when you're thinking about municipal bond planning and tax-free income so provisional income in this case we've got agi plus half their social security plus half of their non-taxable interests so for them we don't have any non-taxable interests like municipal bonds we just have roths which are completely tax-free and so their provisional income would be $36,000, that's their AGI, so that's their $3,000 a month IRA distribution, okay? So if they have interest, if they have dividends, if they have long-term capital gains, that's all gonna fit into here, or short-term capital gains. AGI, so that's 36,000. Now, 27,000 is half of their yearly Social Security benefit. So it's basically these two figures, which I think is like 54,000, Divide that by two and that's 27,000. So 36,000 AGI plus half their social security. So let me just do this. AGI, half of their social security equals their provisional income. So $63,000 is actually what their tax return is going to show where we're gonna start. So 90,000 is how much income they get on a yearly basis. Actually, they get $96,000 because of the Roth IRA. Again, it's really important. Try to push as much money to your Roth IRA and Roth 401ks as possible. But $90,000 in taxable income is what they get on a yearly basis. But when we look at Social Security, it goes down to $63,000 for provisional. Now that's the figure we gotta work off of to get how much in taxes they're gonna owe in retirement. All right, let's finish this up by looking at what they're actually going to pay in taxes in retirement, all right? So remember, our base income, or our base taxable income is $63,000. We got that by doing the provisional income with Social Security, $27,000 in Social Security, $36,000 in IRA distribution. That's how we got $63,000. Now, they're married filing jointly. Standard deduction today is $28,700. That's the standard deduction. If they have more charitable donations or if they have interest or whatever, that's more than that, then we would use the itemized deductions. But they have got $28,000 in standard deduction for this example. Now, keep in mind, taxes are gonna change in the year 2026. So on December 31st of 2025, taxes are gonna change. They're gonna go up. You need to be prepared for that. So all of our examples over the next two years are looking at the next two years from projections. But we don't know what taxes are gonna be in the future, which is why it's so important for you to get as much money in tax-free vehicles as possible. Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, do it now. Freedom funds, taxable brokerage accounts, get that money tax-free. That's just my tidbit. Okay, now that means their taxable income, 63 minus the 28.7 is 34,300. So that's their taxable income. Now remember, we have a progressive tax code. So a portion of this is gonna be zero, portion is gonna be 12, portion is gonna be 22, depending on how high you go, okay? So their total tax off of this 34,300 is $4,116, which is 12%. That's what we call their marginal tax rate, okay? 12%. But remember, 
what their total annual income was. What was it? $96,000. That was their social security, their IRA, and their Roth IRA, right? That was their income. Social Security, IRA, and Roth IRA, it was $96,000. Six of that's not taxable because that's their Roth IRA. And then 90,000 is taxable, but you gotta use provisional income to get down to what we actually consider taxable according to the Social Security Code. So we've got $96,000 a year in total income. We're paying $4,116 in taxes on that 96. So that means our effective tax rate, what you actually pay in retirement, is 4.29%. So stop thinking about what the averages are gonna be. Start thinking about what your effective rate's gonna be. See if you can push down your effective rate as much as possible. That's what we do here. We do that with our financial EKGs. We wanna see how low we can go, how low we can go with an effective tax rate. Because if we can get taxes low for the future, we know as taxes go up, your income can stay up to meet inflation, to meet whatever needs, healthcare you might have in retirement, but we won't pay the taxes, all right? Hey, thanks for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.